0: and there was something inside. Geordie bent forward. White stuff had fallen out of a central hollow, white flaky stuff that looked like Quaker Oats. Well, beat my ass, Geordie muttered. He got down on his knees and poked at the white stuff. Youch! He snatched his fingers away and sucked them, his eyes watering. He was going to have a crop of blisters, just as sure as shit grows under a privy. A series of thunderclaps went off behind him and Geordie leaped to his feet, looking wildly at the sky. Then he relaxed. It was just the one-pound crackers they always started the fireworks show with. He hunkered down again, never minding the green starbursts spreading in the sky behind him. He had his own fireworks to worry about. Geordie wasn't bright, he had a potato face and large blocky hands that were as apt to hoe up the carrots as the weeds that grew between them, and he got along as best he could. He fixed cars and sold wood, and in the winter he drove Christmas trees down to Boston. Thinking was hard work for him. Thinking hurt because there was a dead short somewhere inside, and keeping at it for long made him want to take a nap or beat his meat and forget the whole thing. For Geordie, there were three types of thinking. Plain thinking, like what you were going to have for supper, or the best way to pull a motor with his old and bulky chainfall. Work thinking, and big thinking. Big thinking was like when all the cows died, and he was trying to figure if Mr. Warren down at the bank would give him an extension on his loan. Like when he had to decide which bills to pay at the end of the month. Like what he was going to do about this meteor. He decided the best way to start would be to have some pictures. He went back to the house, got his Kodak, went back to the creek, and took two flash photos of the thing, lying there cracked open like an egg, with Quaker oats coming out of it instead of yolk. It was still too hot to touch. That was all right. He would just leave her lie. If he took it up to the college in a toe sack, maybe they would say, Geordie Verrill, look what you done, you fucking lunkhead. You picked her up and bust her all to hell. Yes, leave or lie, that was the ticket. It was on his land. If any of those college professors tried to take his meteor, he'd sick the county sheriff on them. If they wanted to cart it off and take pictures of it and measure it and feed little pieces of it to their guinea pigs, they'd have to pay him for the privilege. Twenty-five bucks or no meteor, Geordie said. He stood to his full height. He listened. He shoved his chest up against the air. You heard me. Twenty-five bucks. Cash on the nail. Huge shattering thunderclaps in the sky. He turned around. Lights glared in the sky over town, each one followed by a cannon report that echoed and vaulted off the hills. These were followed by sprays of iridescent color and fractured starburst patterns. It was the grand finale of the fireworks show, and the first time he'd missed seeing it on the town common, with a hot dog in one hand and a cone of spun sugar in the other, in more than fifteen years. It don't matter, Geordie shouted at the sky. I got the biggest damn firework Cleves Mills ever seen, and it's on my land. Geordie went back to the house and was preparing to go into town, when he remembered the drugstore would be closed because of the holiday. There was no way he could start getting his film developed until tomorrow. It seemed like there was nothing to do tonight but go to bed. That thought made him feel discontented and somehow sure that his luck hadn't changed after all. The gods of chance had been amused to haul him up by the scruff of the neck and show him $25 and had then jammed him right back down in the dirt. After all, Veril luck was veril luck, and you spelled that B-A-D. It had always been that way. Why should it change? Geordie decided to go back out and look at his meteor, half convinced that it had probably disappeared by now. The meteor was still there, but the heat seemed to have turned the Quaker Oat stuff to a runny liquid that looked like flour paste with too much water added in. It was seeping into the ground, And it must have been some kind of hot, too, because steam was rising out of the burned crescent of ground beside the creek in little banners. He decided to take the meteor halves back to the house after all, then changed his...